What's up, guys? It's our last podcast. And as you know, well, I hope you guys know by now. I'm your host, Frank, and I'm here joined with the Steins. Hey. 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 What's up? Oh, this is our last episode. Yes. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to miss this. <laughs> but I guess we should just get started. Today's episode deals with crafting fear, and I think the author crafted fear throughout the entire book of Frankenstein, but there are two different types, and does anyone want to explain the first? Yes, I'll explain terror. I think terror relies on the unknown, like the fear of like not knowing what's going to happen next. Exactly, I agree with that. Terror is shown throughout the entire book, but in my opinion, think it is shown through the monster's actions the most. Victor is terrified by the monster and what he's going to do next. The author Marie Shelley used characterization to show that the monster is unpredictable. I can see how that scares his creator. He killed multiple people, so you can only assume that he will continue to do so. I totally see that, but I think Mary Shelley also invoke terror in the readers through like the gloomy setting and like nothing's more terrifying than the unknown and i think she wanted the readers to view the monster as like a foreign threatening being like aimlessly wandering around throughout the already like uncharted nature and i think she also uses terror in the sense of the unknown through the characters for example it seems that like victor's always fearing the monster's next move furthering my point of fearing the unknown yeah i completely agree And bringing up the poem that we talked about last week, The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, I think Tara is in it as well. While the Mariner is at sea, you can tell that he becomes more and more terrified of what will happen next, which goes off of Kenna's point of fearing the unknown. His whole crew dies, and he's fearful if that will happen to him as well. Well, I think that the book Frankenstein relies on both kinds of gothic, horror, and terror. And throughout the book, Victor comes across the monster on several occasions, and it seems as though his grotesque image is always worse than the first encounter. To me, Mary Shelley uses the aspect of horror to create disgust and repulsion, not just for like the characters, but for the re- audience to see. And every character that comes across the monster either dies or is completely repulsed by his looks. Yeah, to add on to your point, Gabby, <clears throat> In Frankenstein, there are many examples of monstrosity. Monstrosities are frightful or a, hip, a hideous, horrendous. Oh my gosh, <laughs> hideous of someone or something. Towards the end of the chapter, Victor experiences a monstrosity event. He sees his dead best friend, and the strangle marks on his neck, and this caused him horror that messed him up mentally, which caused him to be sick for two months, in which. This is, like, a really good example of horror. Yeah, I, that's a really good example, Ariel. But to add on to that, I think that another, like, great example of horror is, like, the entire process of the monster's creation and how Victor, like, created this new human, like, this new being. Bringing life back from the dead is horrifying and gruesome, like, to everyone. And whenever Victor... When Victor finally came clean to the magistrate about the monster 
and like everything that he had to do with it, even the magistrate shuddered with horror. Um, also, the author uses imagery to explain in detail the gruesome death of Elizabeth, stating that she had bloodless arms and a relaxed form. Yeah, that was a good point, Gabby. Um, back to Ariel's point on monstrosity. I think like a literal example of it in Frankenstein is the monster itself. Everyone that the monster came in contact with or like, yeah, he they were disgusted with him and his appearance. The monster, the monster's appearance was the reason he experienced so much rejection. And he was just a freak of nature and therefore a monstrosity to society. Yeah, also not only are there examples of literary monstrosity, but there's also examples of figurative monstrosity. <laughs> After Elizabeth's death, death, Victor was so angry with the monster and he wanted to seek revenge and wanted to go after the monster. And this like caused Victor just to think, just have so many thoughts going on in his head of like wanting to kill a monster. And when the monster last appeared to him, um, he explains to him that if Victor just would have like just treated him good, he wouldn't have killed all those people. And he believed that he should just like end his life. And Victor was imagining how life would be if he never created the monster and just listened to the professor about messing with the order of life. Yeah, I totally agree, Ariel. And I think that's like a great way to close everything out. So thank you for listening to our last episode of the Frankenstein saga. Maybe next year we'll continue our podcast, but for now I think we're all just going to go into retirement. Oh, bummer. So unfortunate. (laughs) Well, goodbye, listeners. We out. Bye. We out. We out.